Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I text you the wrong time. That happens once in a while. At the unfortunate end of a... uh, playoff run for the Edmonton Oilers, Brandon. That's what happens. You thought you were doing the show after the first period last night. It was going to be you and Cam. That's what we assumed. (laughs) Never assume anything. It came to an end. I'll tell you what. Reach out to John Shannon. See if you can hook up. We'll maybe bring him in a little bit earlier. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. We just had George LaRocque on the show. Uh, George's appearances on... Oilers Now, again, brought to you by Contract Equipment Limited. And for today's purposes, George is our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50-plus years. Royal Pizza is still making it great. You can get their new Canadian club pizza with ham, chicken, bacon, ranch, and fresh tomatoes. Visit royalpizza.ca. It is entirely possible, Brendan, that I screwed up on two different fronts here. And it's been known to happen before. Did I did I actually text John initially and tell him uh, uh, 2.35 Eastern? You know what? If we don't get hold of him, we'll just do him at 2.35 Eastern. Is that cool? What do you want to do here? I'll give him another call. Let's make it 4.30 Eastern. That, that puts us 2.30 Mountain. Yeah, two, or sorry, yeah, yeah, four, <laughs> yeah, 4.30 Eastern. There you go. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We're going to bang off a bunch of texts right here, right now. Bob, Jonathan Marsh's show had the type of series I was hoping for, for Nugent Hopkins to have such a quiet playoffs after an incredible season. That one comes to us from Coach Mike. Yep, uh, you know, Nuge had a good year. You know, 37, what was it, 37 goals, 104 points. Um and he had just the one goal in the playoffs. And that hurt the team. There's no question about it. They were looking for a little bit more. Daryl has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Daryl says, Bob, George made some really good points, but what went uh, what really went wrong was in front of the uh, Stuart Skinner, all 200 feet of it. The Oilers lost far too many of the little battles that caused turnovers, steals, missed opportunities, and created great A chances against them. Last night, again, uh, the feet stopped moving and gave Vegas room to generate control in their own end, center ice, and worse yet, in the order D zone. Sure, Skinner had a mediocre at best performance, but that's on the coaching staff to remedy, and they didn't. Last night, when the chips were down, the dump and chase couldn't work because there was no chase after the dump. 
only a very determined team to regroup and take the playback uh, would work for the Oilers. The total team loss from the suits on down. That one comes to us from Daryl. Well, again, it's hard to win. And you got to be good to win. And there's winning and there's uh, misery. This text comes in saying, Bob, is there any possible way you move Darnell Nurse? He's a $9.25 million cap. That is, Darnell Nurse is going to be here. He's just got to play better. And I think if Darnell Nurse could have, I, I, I think Darnell got screwed on the instigator call. I do. Uh, this text comes in from Aaron in Edmonton, and he says, Bob, real sad way the season ended. Vegas was very beatable, and the Oilers did themselves no favors. Running out of uh, kicks at the can before McDavid and Drysaddle's contracts are up for Aaron in Edmonton. And Aaron, here's where I'd say to you, okay, you know, I know that narrative's out there. Where's the only place that McDavid and Drysaddle can play together? There's no other team that can take on both those guys. And who has the built-in cap space to re-sign them or sign them? Right? Like if the Oilers, I mean, realistically, it costs an organization their three best players and three future number ones. You're gutting the franchise that trades for them. They've got that here already with future guys coming. We'll go to John Shannon on uh, line number seven for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Hello, John. How are you doing? I'm good, Bob. You? Good. My apologies. I sent you the wrong time, and I sent Brendan the wrong time. It happens. Well, at least you got the right day. Yeah, well, Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week. So there you go. Uh, here we go. Give me your assessment. What happened in this series from your perspective? Well, I, in many ways, I, I the big guns hit the wall. It uh, wasn't for lack of effort. Uh, and they had, uh, you know, in both five and six, the brain lapses in the second periods were just... Uh, uh, inexcusable in the end, and the, the emotional side of the game that got caught up to them, and then they dug themselves in such deep holes they couldn't get out of it. Uh, you know, it's it speaks to the depth of the Golden Knights. It speaks to the experience on the blue line of the Golden Knights. And then you, uh, at a certain key time, you you hit a hot goalie in the third period. Yep, uh, Aiden Hill made some stops. Uh, okay, so first let's start with, it's not an excuse, but Vegas, John, like, did, nobody thought this was going to be easy against Vegas. They did finish ahead of Edmonton during the regular season. They didn't have Mark Stone. They're good. They were more experienced and deeper than Edmonton. I think we knew that coming in, did we not? Uh, certainly deeper. Uh, I always thought, and I and I said this in the Winnipeg series when they beat Winnipeg in five, and they really beat them easily. I don't think we ever really understood how fast the Golden Knights were. Yeah. Uh, all season long, and you know their speed is so impressive. And you you know when you have Stevenson, Howden, and Stone playing the way they play, and they use that speed, that's something. And the unknown commodity for the Golden Knights in the playoffs was Jack Eichel, and, and Jack Eichel was really good, especially in this series. Yeah, well, he yeah, he was very good, and and so when you have a number one, a number, you know, two centers like Stevenson and Eichel doing what they're doing, that's that's tough to do. William Carlson is you know pretty steady all the time. Riley Smith, Marcia so we saw what he did with the hat trick in the second, steady. They know how to win. 
Um, and, and I mean, the difference between lines one and line four for the Golden Knights, I think that if you know you could close your eyes and sometimes not know the difference. And that's that's something to be said for grit and depth in the Stanley Cup playoffs. John, uh, Stuart Skinner, most consecutive starts, regular season six, most consecutive started all 12 games. Uh, he finished two and four with an 875 save percentage in the series, and he got pulled three times. Did he hit the wall? Uh, there, it certainly looks like he hit a wall, but you know, I that that was a tough situation to put uh, Jay and Dustin in to make that choice on who should play in Game Six. Um, you know, I, I, all I know is Bob. I know, I know this fan base. And for a majority of the year, they were very upset the way Jack Campbell played. Yes. Uh, and, you know, Campbell try, was trying his best, too. So all of a sudden, it would be difficult to go to Campbell as the Messiah in Game 6. I, I thought Jay managed the goaltending as well as he could under the circumstances with the hope that uh, that, that something could happen. And, and quite frankly, when Jack went in, it, it almost did happen on both nights. They, they just couldn't put the puck in the net at the other end. Lack of scoring depth. The 11 of the 19 goals scored in the series. Leon Dreisettel had six in the first two games. Connor McDavid had five um, in the series. That's 11 of the 19 goals from two players. Kane, uh, you know, we know the wrist injury, and uh, pretty sure he broke his finger. On the other hand, uh, from a slash during the series, we'll find out about Hyman, but that looked like every, like everybody's got injuries. Bottom yeah. line is the owners needed more contributors, didn't they, offensively? They did, and, I, and and the guy that really sticks out, and I, I it, it's it's difficult to do, but is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is the one guy that you wonder how you know what was going on, and 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 you know I was, was semi joking with somebody this morning. Is I really hope he's hurt, um, because you know that was so non Ryan Nugent Hopkins the way we saw him during this regular season. All right, what happens now? That's a good question. Um, uh, what happens? You know, I think you have to you have to take the step back. You have to understand what your nucleus is. You have commitments to guys that uh, on contracts that you still want to make sure that they're part of this team. And then you have to understand that you have to fix some level of the defense. And then I think there has to be a long, deep breath on on a few things on the defensive side of the puck. And how you how do you how do you manage five on five better next year, Bob? How do you do that? All right, so and now, that's that's a big question. So Ken Holland's going to his fifth and final year of his deal, and uh, he took over a team with a four eighty two winning percentage that finished twenty fifth. In Ken Holland's first four years here, twelfth, eleventh, eleventh, and sixth. That's pretty good. Uh, the team's gone from twentieth in the league in goals four to fourteenth, seventh, seventh, and first. So obviously that's pretty good. Goals against. Here you go. 25th in the 18-19, that miserable year that started with McClellan and finished with Hitchcock. 15th, 11th, 18th, and 17th the last two years. Maybe that revealed ultimately part of the reason why this team lost last year to Colorado in round three. And Colorado was just better. Vegas was marginally better, but at the end of the day, the Oilers gave up too many goals against in the regular season, and they blew too many leads, and they ended up giving up too many goals against and blew too many leads in the series against Vegas. Well, it, it, if you were expecting a team to win a playoff series having to score five goals a game a lot of the time, you're going to have a tough time, Bob. Yeah, You're going to have a tough time. You, you need to keep your goals against down below three on average uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, and, and I, you know, whether that's, is that 
team defense? Is that the six guys in the blue line, or is that goaltending? And I think the answer is yes to all of the above. John, uh, Ken Holland's going into year number five. I think we saw in Toronto. By the way, what's your sense in Toronto? Do you think the MLSC is going to keep uh, Kyle Dubas? I think they're going to offer him a job, yes. Okay, you, so he'll be extended or what, what, as GM? Yeah, no, I, 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 think, I think the bigger question is, and this is just my personal opinion, is whether he wants to accept it or not. I think they'll offer him something, and he'll decide whether he wants to stay. Okay, that's my that's my gut. Okay, so th- this situation, you know, Ken's in his mid to late sixties. Uh, when Lou Lamarillo, Lou Lamarillo, stood, how old is Lou? Eighty now? Yes, just okay. turned eighty last All right. this year. Yeah. There is yeah. the belief from some that when Dubas took over, that maybe there were some challenges with the negotiations that became prohibitive with the Leafs for building out a team. I thought they actually built a pretty good team this year. They just their top guys, John. Their core four scored three goals in five playoff games combined against. Yeah, yeah. You know, against there's four. something missing. There's something missing in Toronto. Whereas in, in Edmonton's case, where you know Dry settles like I was no good last night, and Connor and Leon had 11 of the Oilers' 19 goals. Yeah. They scored 11. Yeah. The Leafs' core four scored three. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. I think it's important. Like Ken Holland's in the last year of his deal. I don't know where his headspace is at, but if I'm the orders, I'm finding a way to keep Ken uh, involved in the organization longer. What do you think? Oh, I think Ken has been integral to the turnaround. And uh, if, if again, I, I I think the impetus will uh, will be on Kenny whether he wants to stay after this contract. Yeah, I think that, and Owen, and you know he's he's given his adult life to to hockey management. Um, and he's, he's, he's done something much more successfully than a lot of guys that have worked in the United States. He's come to Canada, uh, working for a Canadian organization, a tough Canadian market. Um, and he's, in my opinion, he's succeeded. Um, the question is, will he want to, does he want to go past this contract? Uh, but if I'm Daryl, I'm certainly asking Kenny to stay longer in order to try to finish the job. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's the overall assessment on the year? I mean, I, I said it last night. The Oilers had a pretty good year. Fans didn't want to hear it. But the team, all I can think back, John, to is January the 10th. Brennan was at the studio. I was hosting the show from the hotel room in Anaheim, Edmonton, the last 6th Street, L.A., to drop yeah. to 21-18-3. And, and people like, oh, Stoffer, you're a homer. You're an idiot. 60% of the texters, uh, they're partially right, 60% of the texters, uh, oh, there's no way they're making the playoffs. And not only did the Oilers make the playoffs, but they got to 50 wins. Um and, you know, I mean, I, I think this was a pretty good season. I know it sucks for everybody out there that the team lost. It's devastating for the players. How should we evaluate the year that was? Well, I, listen, I, I think every team has to go in every year with the, the desire to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, and if you don't win the Stanley Cup, then you're miserable. And and I, and I don't view it as a failure, but I view it as incomplete. You know, this is this is not about you know people having a parade for the president's trophy champion. <laughs> this is about having a parade for the Stanley Cup. And I can understand the Oilers fans' passion for not winning the Stanley Cup. I'd be ticked off too. 
And I can appreciate that and I can respect that. The one thing I can tell you is that this team is a lot closer to winning the Stanley Cup than it is to being out of the playoffs. And there's lots of positives to be gleaned from a regular season that saw Connor McDavid have his greatest season, Have, in my opinion, have Leon Dreisaitl his greatest season. And we saw a growth of a lot of players like Evan Bouchard. So there's lots of foundation to build on, lots of things to do. Matthias Ekholm is here for the long term. There's lots of positives, but they didn't win the Stanley Cup, and fans have a right to be upset. Totally agree. You know, at the end of the day, they win 50. My expectation is they should be in that range next year, too. Seriously. Oh, for sure. Right? For sure. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, the question is, is what can, what can happen now with the cap? What can happen to improve situations? How do they deal with the guys that... Uh, uh, probably underachieved for for parts, and you know maybe the playoffs showed their um, their true their true selves, and 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 what do they do to improve that top six, and what do they what do they do to improve the bottom six in the D? Yeah. All right. So now I'm going to uh, totally switch focus. What did you think of the scheduling at eight o'clock? Edmonton time, 10 o'clock Eastern last night, the Edmonton Oilers game six against the Vegas Golden Knights with, you know, the likes yeah, of... Dis- disappointment, embarrassing. You know, it should, it should have it should have been... You know, I, I, I think I was on with Reed when I said, you know, how many times over the years have we been happy with six o'clock starts on Saturdays and Sundays? It should have been a six o'clock local start. That's what, that's what it should have been, eight o'clock Eastern time. Uh, it's disappointing that it happened that way. You know, ESPN is getting the finger pointed to them for Major League Baseball. They had the Cardinals and the Red Sox playing two big baseball markets. They didn't want to. They didn't want to move that to ESPN two. The hockey game started on ESPN two anyway. So perhaps we should have just been happy on ESPN two for the whole night. Why couldn't they pray to the game of TNT? Well, but I, I, do we know that they did that for for a fact? I don't. No. I don't think we know that for a fact. I think yeah. you know, there's a lot of supposition out there. The one thing I do know is the ESPN two is in as many households as ESPN, and they would have been would have been happy if had had it been a, given a better start. I think more people across the the continent would have enjoyed the game, but at the same time, in the end, it's one of those things where you have a new business partner and you're trying to keep them happy, and 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 they have. They have a big stick right now, and that big stick is airtime. Do they care that much about Sportsnet? Uh, I I think certainly when there's a Canadian team involved, they do. But let's call a spade a shovel here. The Americans pay a heck of a lot more money now than we do in Canada. They didn't used to, to, and it seemed like we deferred an awful lot to them in the past too, John. Uh, I I I disagree with that, Bob. And uh, you know, particularly, you know, in, in my time when I was around, both at Hockey Night in Canada and the league. Okay. I think there was I think there was lots of times where we we acquiesced. We got what we needed on Hockey Night, and we acquiesced to uh, what Hockey Night needed. Uh, you know, 2006 is a good example of that. So all I, I think right. That, so I, I think since the Sportsnet deal, what year was that? Thirteen, fourteen was that the first year? Yeah, I think so. I, mean, it, it, I think there's three more years left, so, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Bottom line, understandable that there's exasperation, frustration, pure pain from the players on the team. When we look at the year that was, they'll say, well, all right, you didn't get back to the conference final. By the way, do you think Vegas can win the Cup? I do. 
Yeah. I do. I like them. I, I do. I, I like them. They. I think. And I, I think it'll be Vegas and Carolina in the Stanley Cup final. John, great stuff. Talk. Uh, we're going three hours uh, this week through this week. So uh, hope you're up for a couple more hits. All right, my man. I am always willing to talk to hockey with you, Bob. Just no politics, okay? And I'm staying out of politics in Alberta. Well, we. I mean, it's okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. See you later. Yeah. It is uh, 224 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick time out. You're listening to orders now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's what we're going to do. At 2.35, we're going to go into the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We might squeeze in a call or two in the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. I got literally, what do you think, Brendan, about 4,000 texts for today's show? There's eight, uh, about 80 pages worth of texts that have come in at 50 texts per page. So we'll have to get to some of that here. Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang say flash sale, $10,000 off remaining 2022 F-150s. The boys also say they're still paying top dollar for trade-ins. They've got a run, unused vehicle. Vehicles, they need more. If you got a vehicle that is in good condition, they'd be happy to buy it outright as well. You can reach out to Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin at 780-352-6048. That's 780-352-6048. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. I mean, I got a lot of calls uh, or a lot of texts to get to. We'll squeeze in a couple calls after Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Kilburn. 